Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Hope you're having a good day wherever you are listening to this episode, which is about how to handle overwhelming feelings or complete numbness. Having helped many men and women through challenging times in their marriage, I can assure you that you are not alone if you feel completely overwhelmed by your feelings at times. When I work with couples where one or both feel completely numb and aren't really feeling anything at all, they will say to me, Nicola, I want to feel something. Maybe because I'm not feeling something, it's because we don't care enough about each other. But often, just underneath that surface is actually a lot of emotion and the person has been distracting themselves in either work, with food, with alcohol or other substances, with being busy to keep busy, with social media and screen addiction. So the key thing is to really ask yourself, and I'll go through this at the end just to, as a recap, what is underneath this numbness and I'll I'll share more about that but maybe you would like to feel numb maybe right now your uh, emotions are so high and so low whichever side of the spectrum you fall on we need to feel the emotions feel the feelings and then process our emotions to release them so today I'm going to be talking about all the different ways in the individual counseling work that I do with couples because I always work with couples individually and then together that we can do so and these techniques you know I do online with people all the time so if you have any questions about them if you want to know more then obviously please feel free to reach out to me anytime so take a moment right now and if you can close your eyes amazing if you're listening to this driving then please don't I don't want to get into any trouble so close your eyes and breathe slowly in and out and if you're driving if you're doing anything else just focus on your breath and focus on just slowing down your breath just really getting into your body focusing on your breath slowing down often our emotions can be so overwhelming because we're going at life 100 miles an hour and then drop into your body and see if you can feel your heart beating and then ask yourself how do you feel about your marriage right now So how do I feel about my marriage right now? How do I feel in myself right now? What is really going on? Ask yourself, how do I feel about my future? How are you feeling today? If you're honest with yourself, imagine you and me were talking online right now. And I said to you, how are you really feeling? What would you share with me? What would you say? Are you feeling angry, resentful or frustrated at your partner because what they've said or done. This is category one, the anger, resentment, frustration. Or do you fall into category two? Do you feel unloved, hurt and disappointed? Or are you in category three? Do you feel 
fearful, worried, anxious about the state of the relationship, your future, worried about other things? Or do you feel guilty and annoyed at yourself? Or are you feeling nothing right now? Are you feeling empty, flat, uncaring almost? Feeling these and dealing with the feelings has to take priority in order to help you and your marriage thrive. Recognising that doing nothing to deal with them or escaping in your phone, work, food or alcohol is not going to support you to lead the life that you deserve to live. We need to feel the feelings to release them and let go. Feeling rather than using any distraction or substance is the natural way to live our lives and build our inner strength and emotional intelligence. It is also the key way to build the love and trust in the marriage. You cannot save a marriage and stop divorce if you are still angry about the past. There are many ways to process the feelings and deal with the issues underneath. Of course, when I support someone, both in the marriage work that I do or when I just help one person save the relationship or I just work with one person because they, they've heard my podcast and they want to work with me on something completely different to the relationship. I tailor, obviously, the different ways to release the emotions based on what they're going through according to their needs. So for the sake of this and the time that we have today, I'm going to give you some suggestions that you can do in the moment when you really feel like your emotions are overpowering or when you feel like engaging in a destructive habit to block it out and you want to be free of that habit. As you've probably heard if you've listened to the Empower Love Part 5 series, which I recommend you do if you haven't listened to those 1 to 5 because people will say to me that those are the most powerful podcasts in my show. Um, you will know that I had lots of habits that used to distract me from really feeling my emotions. I turned to food and a ritual of making cake for myself most nights for a while. I also developed a very mind-numbing habit of each night pouring myself a few drinks to switch off, to shut down and to go to sleep. And I also focused on work, threw myself into work, threw myself into trying to get comfort from all of these ways that are not comforting. It's not comforting to overload your body with food. It's not comforting to overload your system with alcohol. And it's certainly not comforting to push yourself to, to work, even if you love your job. But if, it, if it's causing you a lot of stress and it's causing you to not focus on other areas of your life like health and exercise and relationships and love, then it's going to have that impact. And whenever I work with somebody, I always work with, obviously, them. And if, I work with, if I'm working with a couple, I work with the couple first individually and then together. Because in order to have a really happy marriage... You need to be individually happy. Individually be able to release the resentment, the fear, the overwhelm. In fact, I had a lady today who is suffering from her husband cheating on her. She found out through an email 
in the middle of the night, something in her mind told her to get up in the night and go and look at the email that he sent her. And, um, well, look at his email, sorry, not that he sent her, look at the, his emails. She just had this random thought in the middle of the night. So she went and she checked his emails and she found that he'd been having an affair. He had ended the affair, but he'd been having an affair for about six months. And she was devastated and she said, Nicola, I don't know how to forgive him. I don't know if I can forgive him. And I said, okay, what's the problem? Why do you feel that you might not be able to forgive him? And she said, because he may do it again. And so it's not really about forgiveness. What she was really saying was she has a lot of fear. And in order to release the fear, it's about feeling the fear, acknowledging the fear, outlining the fear, and then coming up with actions to rebuild trust in the relationship. As you know, I do not believe in the traditional marriage counselling. Have two people together, go over all the, the problems together, and there's no real solution. There has to be strategies, solutions, actions to rebuild trust, to reconnect, to get to that happy place again. So now I'm going to share with you how to get past her anger and pain, how to begin to release the emotions. So the first is sharing it. Sharing how you feel and expressing it with someone who cares for you can be so powerful in releasing it so that you can truly feel better. Obviously, you want to share it with somebody that won't judge you, that you feel safe and freely able to communicate exactly what's going on. Often people can share it with friends and family and sometimes they can be the wrong kind of support. Either they can be the kind of support where they'll agree with everything you say and you won't get any good, wholesome, balanced advice or sometimes they can bring their own fears, their own worries, their own resentments, their own guilt, their own past history into it. And it's easy to see why. It's not that they're a bad person. When we're dealing with such emotional issues, everybody has been hurt in a relationship before. Everybody feels fear. Everybody feels anger. So if they have unprocessed emotions, then it's going to trigger them. So sharing it with someone that you know is balanced and supportive for your greater happiness. The next thing is crying it out. Crying is beneficial and healthy for health and well-being. It's the bad body's natural response to releasing sadness. And tears are necessary in order to let go. So when you're crying, it's a sign that you're letting go. It's releasing. All emotions are welcome when I work with somebody. I, I let them know. We welcome the emotions that are here. We feel them because that is how you release them. Any advice not to think about them, to distract yourself, to keep busy, is a load of rubbish. We need to feel them, to release them and process them. We don't want to hold on to them, of course, but we definitely need to feel them. Sometimes people say to me, I'd love to cry, but I can't. So what can work for some people is to put on a movie where they are 
going to cry. A movie that provokes a lot of crying, a lot of tears in them. Another one is bashing it out. In my anger management, I really focus on getting someone to get that anger out through a bat and a cushion. Bashing it out, or you can use your fists and a pillow. Obviously, do not kick a wall or punch a window or a wall and hurt yourself. This is about looking after yourself at the same time, but just getting it out. Boxing can be very beneficial for some people. Some men and women that I've worked with, they've gone and got one of those boxing boulders and put it into a spare room and or the garage and started using that to get out anger. Some people we have suggested, or that I've gone with them physically, to a lake and we throw rocks and we're sort of throwing and moving the emotion through in that way. I really believe in moving the emotions. I have been studying for about the last three years movement therapy and I also do movement therapy with people online or in person. And what this really means is, you know, our bodies store our emotions and we can think, I don't want to feel angry, I don't want to feel fearful, I don't want to feel this, but it's in the body so it needs to be therefore released from the body. So you can move it out yourself or you can move it out through the therapy. The therapy that I do is coming up with different ways where we're shaking and we're moving it out. I'm also trained in a dance transformation process. This dance transformation process, which I absolutely love, is really focused on, it's about, it takes about an hour and it's about 45 minutes of movement. And what we're doing in that 45 minutes of movement is we're breathing so we can feel the emotions in the body. We're shaking out the negative, dense energy. And then we are dancing in the positive way that you want to dance to release. And so you can dance with without the camera. So I don't even look at people. They can just dance freely, feel completely free, dance how they want to dance and First of all, shaking out the negative emotions. It works amazingly well. If you're interested in finding out more about that, I'm having more and more um, interest from my marriage clients that I'm supporting, then do get in touch with me. You can email me at nb at Nicola Beer to find out more information about this dance trans transformation process. Or you can just go to my website on the homepage. There's a button to click for the newsletter and you'll get all the information as I give that information. What it's really, really great with is emotional pain. I've had a lot of people that have gone through affairs and they find shaking it out and dancing into the higher state really, really helps them. I've had people come that have been sexually abused or physically abused and they're real, so really, really enjoying it. So that's like the movement therapy that I do. If you're not interested in movement therapy, then you can do your own movement. You can run, you can walk, you can dance, you can cycle. You could do anything to sort of move your your body, just to move these emotions out. If you have any questions on that at all, you know where to find me, nicolabeer.com. Then there's screaming it out, and this can really work well to let it all out. Really letting it out, screaming it out is really powerful for some people. So sometimes I've gone with people to the beach and they've screamed. Sometimes men or women that I've worked with have gone on a trip to the mountains and screamed and just let it all out. If that feels great, do that. And then there's emptying it all out. Now, emptying it all out is really a therapeutic process. 
And it's about emptying all out what you need to say to the person. So if I'm working with somebody that is angry at their spouse, they will share everything that they're angry about. And we pretend that there's a spare room, a spare chair, sorry, not a spare whole room, a spare chair, and their partner is in the chair, and I'm working with them online, either through Skype or other app, and they're pretending that their partner is there, and they're just saying everything that they need to say. And this can work really, really well at releasing emotions and, and getting past difficult things in the relationship, like resentment and anger, where the thing happened way in the past, and your partner is refusing to talk about it. And so you can process this, you can share what you need to share. And then this kind of emptying out, a lot of people find very beneficial. Or sometimes I have people to empty out by writing a letter that they never send to their spouse, getting it out. And this process works amazingly well for grief as well. If you're grieving the loss of losing a child, if you're grieving the loss of losing something, you can write a letter to that child, to that whatever that is. Sometimes it can be a pet or death of the parents. Sometimes this can affect the relationship as well. So we do these processes and they really help people to release. Sometimes if someone doesn't want to do that empty chair kind of technique, then we just imagine a campfire. Close your eyes, imagine a campfire. Imagine all the people sitting around the campfire that you want to invite and then talking to them one by one and then hearing what they say back to you. Obviously it's imaginary, but for a lot of people, it's life-changing. I know for me, it helped me process a lot of emotions and resentment that I had towards my mum for the abuse that I went through, to my dad for leaving and disappearing, for my ex and the upset that he caused me. So it can be a great way to just say, I don't want to carry this anymore. I don't want to think about this anymore. Let me empty all of my unconscious mind out and then I'm free. So yeah, that works really well. Then I also do a process called the no exercise, which is sometimes we don't say no enough in life. And sometimes we need to learn how to say no. And this is a real character building, strengthening exercise. So I'll play some music and I have people just, again, imagine somebody sitting in a chair in front of them and saying, no, 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 it's not, it's not fair you did this to me. No, I am going to do this or whatever it is. And this can just, again, clear it. Now, this episode may be making complete sense to you or you may think Nicola is crazy. And these are just the deeper ways that I help couples. These aren't the, the, the normal process for how to strengthen a relationship and how to save your relationship from divorce if that's what you want to do but often when I work with people there are other little things that need to be addressed in the relationship or with each other or outside the relationship and so these processes can can also help and then there's forgiveness so if you are harboring frustration anger resentment then forgiving is for your benefit when we harbor onto these old emotions and this definitely is part of the the process that I run is about clearing negativity and clearing resentment because if you're not clearing negativity in your mind if you're not clearing resentment it doesn't matter how many nice date nights you go on there's going to be underlying mood of frustration 
So this one is really, really important. And it feels great to be forgiving. So sometimes people will just email me everything that they're letting go of and they're forgiving. Sometimes people will write a letter to their partner that they never sent. I forgive you for this. I let go of this. Sometimes people will just say out loud and imagine them there and say, I forgive you. And when people do struggle with forgiveness, they often say to me, it's, what they've done is too great, or I'm scared to forgive. And so in this case, I should say, are you willing to forgive the soul of that person? Are you willing to begin to forgive if you can't forgive the soul? And a lot of people say, I'm willing to begin to forgive, or I'm, I'm willing to forgive their soul. Forgiveness is a process, by the way. So you can't just say, okay, I forgive and be free very often. Sometimes you can, if you've done a lot of work before. But for a lot of people, they forgive and then resentment comes back and then they need to process it again. So it's just like, are you willing to begin the forgiveness process? The next is self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness is equally important. You need to be able to forgive yourself. Regret is repeated resentment against yourself. So sometimes I have people to write a love letter to themselves, a letter of self-forgiveness. I forgive myself for making this mistake. I forgive myself for the things that I didn't do in the relationship. And then there's the burning ceremony that some people like to do. So this is where you list out all your feelings, all the things that you want to let go of, and then you light a candle and you burn the paper and you say, I'm releasing this, I'm releasing this. The next thing to do to really release and hold those feelings is to really, really love yourself. So many of my listeners in the marriage podcast are getting my self-love audio program because in order to have a great relationship you need to love yourself. So really loving yourself and treating yourself in a really good way is so, so powerful to handle these emotions, to not get overwhelmed by these emotions. It's the best thing you can do to comfort yourself, to soothe yourself if you're having overwhelming emotions. I really love saying treating yourself like you have an illness for a while. If you had the flu or a cold, you would probably switch off your phone and stresses of work. You would give yourself a break and an excuse to just be in the moment. You wouldn't put pressure on yourself to do the household chores or to run errands. You would probably get your favourite magazines, eat healthy, nourishing food and put on a feel-good movie. And if you don't do that when you're ill, then do that because <laughs> it really is lovely and nourishing. And just really being so wonderful towards yourself. The next is inner child work. I'm not sure if you've heard of that before. It's like a psychological term. I know I hadn't until I started studying in the field. But it's basically realising that often our wounds in relationships result in past wounds. Past wounds from our childhood if we feel like we're not getting enough attention in our relationship, maybe it's because we're triggered because we didn't get any attention as a child. Or we get so much attention that we now find, unless we are the centre of attention, it's uncomfortable. So it's giving that little inner child you what it needs. Nurturing yourself. And again, getting into those self-loving actions. And if you're curious about the self-love audio programme, it's available on my website. And then there's art therapy. Art therapy can work wonders for some people who are creative, 
or even for those that are not creative. You know, I would say I'm not a very creative, drawing kind of person. Obviously, I'm creative in other ways. In terms of artwork, that's not really my thing. However, I've found that at times when I've got really heavy emotions, just spontaneously, painting or colouring, drawing can really be good. In fact, colouring therapy could be another thing that you can do to release and to process the emotions. Amazing, isn't it, that no one was really into colouring and then about three years ago or four years ago, it became the most sold thing on Amazon, colouring therapy books for adults. So yeah, if that works for you, if that helps you to focus your mind, if it feels good, do it. And then there's writing. Writing it out loud can be really therapeutic for some people. Writing a story of what's happened to them and how they feel and how they've processed it. In fact, I get lots of beautiful stories from couples that have worked with me and how after they've worked with me how things have changed and how they have got through the affair and they find it therapeutic to write about the affair to release their emotions and to release whatever has happened or any other kind of hurt or pain and then later they add to it on how the healing has happened and how they they feel better than they ever have before. Now this is another one which I've added um, recently because I was really inspired and this is pet therapy. So I had a couple come to me because they weren't really communicating and every time they were communicating they just felt like they were bickering and she felt isolated and alone and became very needy in the relationship and this then pushed her partner away and so she started sharing her feelings which might sound a little crazy but she started sharing her feelings with her pet um, with her pet dog and talking to her dog and getting the unconditional love back and then she started feeling better she started feeling heard and she realized that actually her husband was good at communicating it was actually her feeling lonely, her feeling that she wasn't having enough attention, her really in a kind of self-pity mode, feeling unloved. And when she started getting the love from her pet, it changed their relationship. So maybe pet therapy. So those are all the things that you can do to really feel the emotions and release them so that you can focus on having a great relationship and marriage. And as I said, there are so many different ones because every single person that I work with is completely different. And so I need to have lots of different tools to support them. I also have my hypnotherapy, which is one of the most powerful ways to quickly release emotions. If you haven't tried my Forgive and Let Go hypnotherapy free track on my website, go and get it. Honestly, it's so amazing to just listen to that. It's about 25 minutes long and it just says, I release the past, I let forgive and let go, I'm free. And I do all sorts of ones. I do ones that for people that are living with somebody who's negative and we do a protective shield, hypnotherapy, or if they've got in-laws that are negative and this affects the marriage. I do ones with anxiety, procrastination, releasing fears stopping angry outbursts, releasing stress, financial success, 
Literally, you can use hypnotherapy to tell your mind anything that you want to tell it. So do reach out to me on my website if you want to find out more about it. As you know, you can book a 20-minute call with me to discuss how I work and to ask for any advice. Absolutely no charge for that 20-minute call. And then we can decide together whether you would like to work with me or you would like to get one of my audio programs or if you want to do something completely different and you just want to have a chat with me for, for some kind of advice. It's there. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be able to keep offering them. So if you have been listening to my podcast for a while, if you're curious, if you've been sitting on the fence about whether to take action or not in your relationship, I encourage you to take advantage of those because um, I am getting busier and busier each week and the time I have allocated for them is getting booked and booked more and more. So the last thing that you can do that works really, really well when you're feeling these overwhelming emotions is to ask yourself what is missing and then take action. And we're going to do that together now because it's really important after you've released the feelings, felt the feelings, to identify daily or weekly actions to help you create more passion and more love and fun into your life. A great way to identify what action to take is this asking yourself, is something missing? So here are some of the things that people will say to me that is missing when they are feeling these emotional feelings. Close friendships, companionship, family connection, laughter, affection, attention, engaging meaningful conversation, Hobbies, time off work, variety, routine, sex, appreciation, a life purpose, financial peace, growth, contribution. So those are some of the examples. And once you've got the examples, you want to figure out, how can I give this to myself? That's first. Not, how can my partner give this to me, which we will cover in the next step. But the first step is, How can I give this to myself? For example, how can I give myself affection? Well, I can rub myself a long hot bath with essential oils. I can take myself for a massage. I can make time to exercise. I can moisturise my whole body. What can you do to love yourself? How can you address it in a positive way? And then asking, how can I create this in my relationship? Do you need to plan more relaxing nights with no phones, TVs, computers on? Do you need to pay more attention to one another when you talk? Do you need to work less? Do you need to find new hobbies? Do you need to find new ways to release stress? Is it time to get some marriage or individual counselling? What can you do that is going to be useful to you? Well, I hope that there has been something useful in this to you. I really welcome the opportunities to speak to you if you'd like to know more about working one-on-one with me or to find out more about my Marriage Saving Audio Programme, which is the Empowered Love Formula. You can go to my website. You can also listen to the episodes one to five in the podcast series, which focus on getting into transforming your marriage quickly. And people email me weekly sharing with me how they've got amazing results just from listening to those audios. You can also watch my webinar. The link is provided with this show. And if you're interested in finding out more about hypnotherapy, about anger management, anxiety counselling, 
then it's nicolabeer.com. Especially if you're having panic attacks because of the emotional whelm. Because there's several things you can do and I can support you with if you're having those panic attacks without medication. You know, everything I do, obviously being online you know that anyway, but everything I do is offline as well, is, is without medication. And I'm not saying medication is bad, I'm just saying, you know, I work in the realm of the natural and the complementary approaches. And I do totally agree that sometimes taking medication is necessary. But people that do take medication still have to work through the feelings and deal with the, the feelings because our body and our mind is trying to share something with us. And if we ignore those messages, that's when we get sick, get ill, and um, our relationships, unfortunately, can really, really suffer. And if you're listening to this and you are totally numb, you're feeling indifferent, you're feeling, I wish I could feel something, then here's an exercise for you. Because underneath numbness, underneath depression, underneath the not feeling, is often either one of these five emotions, sadness, hurt, fear, anger, or guilt. So simply sit alone and ask in silence. Ask yourself one by one, am I feeling sad? Am I feeling hurt? Am I feeling guilty? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling scared? And see what comes up. Well, from my heart to yours, I wish you have an awesome day wherever you are, or evening, if it's evening time for you. Do stay tuned for the next episode coming up very soon. Wishing you to be happy, free, and to really, really feel loved. Bye. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show, and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead.